Now, I can do everything I want with my iPad mini. That looks just like your phone. But it doesn't make calls. I got my tweets, I got my emails, I got my friends, I got my alerts, I got So as the day progresses, you can read thousands of unsolicited messages, advertisements, and the mindless brain vomit of acquaintances. Someone sounds hormonal. Maybe you're pregnant too. <sighs> so annoying. You have to keep learning to use new crap. It doesn't actually do anything better than the old crap, which is incompatible with the new crap. Also, you can have blogs and watch fake teenagers and real housewives. And it's all happening too fast. And I'm tired. I'm just sick and tired of it all. It's okay. We don't have to get the iPad minis. Of That's a Random, a Random Movie Podcast. I'm Pete Lambert. My guest, Murderer's Row, a local talent. <laughs> Skater boy, he said, be a later boy, Dylan Blomsap. Hello. Style and substance, Maria Sauer. Hello. Still not a character from show Downton Abbey, Piper Van Steenway. <laughs> Sounds like it though. This episode's movie, Vamps, from 2012. I feel like we might have a split panel because I did not care for this at all, but I'm betting. Somebody <laughs> I thought it was funny and okay. I kind of liked it. It was cute. I liked the cute. In 2012, it was what 2012 needed. Yes. It had shares, so I automatically loved it. It came out in 2012, and it feels 100% like a movie that came out in 2004. For sure. Mm -hmm. Because it's taught Mm -hmm. so many plot points hinge on Homeland Security? (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? In 2012? Well, that was the end of the world, so everyone was nostalgic of, like, the past decade. So everyone wanted 2004 because everyone was dreading 2012. But it feels like a real first draft. I kept feeling that way too. I honestly forgot that it was supposed to be in 2012. Did they ever really say that out loud in the movie? No. Mm-hmm. It's amb- ambiguous. Is that the right they word? They made some jokes that were like, oh, they're like 40 years old, and so it kind of tells the like where it's supposed to be, like kind of modern. Yeah. It, like 2010 because she's 40 years old and she was born in the 70s but like mm-hmm. yeah. other than that not really but it's yeah it's written and directed by Amy Heckerling who did Fast Time to Ridgemont High and Clueless which are both like weren't super popular movies but are very touch tone I think for their generation and she did the first two Lucas Talking movies which have no cultural footprint at all but were that first Lucas Talking movie made $296 million in 1988 or whatever. So I don't know what that translates up to in modern money, but it was a gigantic hit. So, but then she did Vance, and I think has been in movie jail ever. Has not made a movie since. (laughs) Has Has done like a dozen episodes of TV. But yeah, this movie put her in movie jail. I have some uh, fascinating numbers for you. How much would you guess this movie cost to make? Judging by the subpar special effects. 
I'll guess. Beautiful. I'll guess that even with the subpar special effects, they spent eighteen million on it. There were some pretty big name actors, and I guess not like big big name, but there were a lot of actors lot that of like yes. I could see. So like, uh, I'd say at least ninety five. <laughs> oh my god. No, maybe I'd it's say a solid thirty five million. It cost sixteen million dollars. So you were very close, my huh. friend. Nice. I don't know where it must be a money laundering scheme. I don't know it's where that money went because it's not in the special effects. And this I movie hey. made now it didn't have a very it didn't have like a big wide two thousand screen release. But it did play in theaters. And it made total you will oh not god. believe this fucking number. It's total box office gross, $3,361. Is that just for America? About $3 million. It only played in America. Okay. It's opening <sighs> weekend, $546. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> like, people didn't even see it, like, ironically, like, at all. That's... That's wow. so sad. <laughs> yeah. So you're so, not making much off of it. I, you can understand why she might have been like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I went from Lucas talking to this, like, no way. Yeah. And she was trying to do a little callback, and it didn't work out. Well, I think it's a filmmaker reckoning with, like, I don't understand. It's, it's a very Old Man Shouts at Clouds movie in a lot of ways, because she's, like, recognizing that, like, I'm kind of old and out of touch now. Like, I made Fat Times Ridgemont High, which was, like, super cool at the time and clueless, but now I'm, like, however old I am. Because there's a lot of the main character, Alicia Silver's character, mm-hmm. going, talking about, you know, the kids today and their screens. Yes. Like, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it's her reckoning with that within herself, but it still comes across as very, yeah, I don't know, it feels really yeah. antiquated and, like, out of touch. Yeah, no, that's fair. Hmm. That's a great word, by the way. I like antiquated. Antiquated. Rolls off the tongue nice. It's yeah. We'll get the special effects. We'll <laughs> Again, say. they're amazing. They're not. They're so high I quality. Love the humor. There's a lot of good little humorous <laughs> bits no, in there. See, that for me, me and my my wife, who is an intelligent and classy person, <laughs> and when she was watching it, I heard her chuckle three or four times, which for comedies maybe not great. I laughed one time watching this movie. Oh, boo. And it was such a dad joke. It's, this, it's when Dan Stevens is in class and he says, how many surrealists does it take to mm. screw in a light bulb a bicycle? That's a <laughs> solid fucking joke. <laughs> All the rest of it is so, like them using rats as Capri Suns. That was, that was what That's like, me. that's kind of fun. Like it's a yeah. funny visual, but it's not, I don't know. It's a far out concept. It's, I, I thought that was really witty myself. Like they just put the straw. I like when she's using the embalming fluid oh, as yes. lotion. That's her lotion. That made me chuckle good. a little well, bit. We'll get to things to put on their skin here in a little bit. Because boy, oh boy. All right. So Alicia Silverstone plays Goody, which first up, I don't think anyone has actually named Goody. Goody was a title, right? Like, ma'am. Yes, it was not historically. Yeah, it was not <laughs> so historically accurate till probably God, I I'd guess sixty years later. But yeah, she's there. We get a little. A montage of her backstory. She's from. She's born in what? 1881, or she became a vampire in 1881. 1841. But she did think life became lively in the 1880s. 
that was when mm-hmm. things finally the 20s. got good. She's big, she, there's a lot of talk about how she's big into like movies, but then that never comes up again. And it's her friend who's in film class. So there's a lot of yeah. threads that are started and then never kind of touched on again. Yeah, which is why I feel like it's it feels like a real first draft yeah. version of the script for sure. And the vampires who can make other vampires are called stems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which yep. I found weird. Every time they said stem, all I thought of was the like the educational. Like, that's better than oh. what I was thinking. My brain went to like Christopher Reeve and his stem cell oh, stem cells. Oh, sure. Yeah. But yeah. No, I mean they're like, like the leaves coming off the stem. Yeah, I just I've heard sire. I've heard I've watched a lot of vampire stuff. Sire, master, any but sire. I've never heard stem. Yeah. Like she just made that up, and it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to stop and think about it. Uh, her roommate is Stacy, who she. Well, I guess she didn't create. Because she can't. Because only certain vampires or something mm-hmm. yeah. but it was a girl who her stem Sigourney Weaver was going to kill and she was like no 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 let's you know she could be a good model for you let's save her so now they're roommates yes. and that's Kristen Ritter who I love but I think apart from Jessica Jones which she's really good at she plays the same character a lot like her character in this and her character in Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 is kind of the same like this is like the nicer version like she's always kind of airhead Kind mm-hmm. of, you know. Mm-hmm. But I still like this. No, I like it. <clears throat> I bet they had a lot of fun making the movie. Yeah, it looks like they had a lot of fun. Yes. That doesn't translate necessarily to being fun to watch. <laughs> no, no. But I could tell they were having fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. It counts, I guess. <laughs> Flushing $16 million down the toilet. It was an easy paycheck. Pocket change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one of the... She's like... Stacy's always playing practical jokes on me, and we see one, one practical, practical joke, joke in the movie. She puts a little table over her coffin so that she can't open her coffin. And then there are no, nary a practical joke to be seen again. Yeah. Like, you're setting that up as, like, a character trait of Stacy that she's such a joker, and it never comes up again. Oh, she does play another practical joke, sort of. Yes and no, not really, but when they, like, switch shoes to, like, run out of the apartment. Oh, she like switches shoes and then they like run down the side of the building. So Cher goes down the stairs really, really quickly. And then she, with this beautiful CGI, also just crawls. Crawls oh, like with her knees backwards. backwards. Yeah. So I almost didn't even notice it the first time. The second time later when she does it and they really show it to you, that's some night like that's that cursed nightmare. <laughs> what were not you great. And you said crawling down the building like like you crawl like you would. It's like a backwards crab walk, but her head is on backwards. It's like a little but it's bad CGI, not. so everything looks it's whoa. It's bent the wrong way. Yes. Yeah, but it's not it's actually I a horror movie. Yeah. I wonder if it's not even because sixteen million dollars should have covered the special yes. effects for this. I wonder if it's also an issue of like because Amy Heckerling made more, she always made these sort of grounded down to earth this is probably her first time ever working with special effects and I think you've seen that before in like for example Ava DuVernay who makes who has made great movies that I really like and then they give her a wrinkle in time and a giant budget for special effects and that movie is a fucking nightmare of garbage <laughs> like she makes good yeah. movies and there's great yeah. like there's great Christopher Pine is great in that movie Storm Reed like performances are good yes. but that movie looks like shit <laughs> because that's she's just not a director who is prepared or used to handling special effects at all. Yeah. So that might be part of it too. 
could definitely be it. There's you see a lot of that with different directors where like you couldn't you wouldn't get Michael Bay with a down to earth film that would turn out good. He needs explosions yeah. or it's not happening. What was that Pain and Gain? Was that was there a lot of I haven't seen that one. Gonna watch it. There's no transport to it, but it's true. But yeah, there's a lot of talk about Homeland Security is cracking down on because vampires don't have paperwork for stuff because they're ancient and they have to, you know. Mm. And they're all about to be subpoenaed by Homeland Security. Some like, people are, are going to jury yeah. duty. Yeah, she has jury duty because Stacey <laughs> voted for Dukakis once, and now it's, she's still on the record. So <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I don't know about any of this, but. There's jury duty summons. But That's the entire tight. plot later hinges on evading Homeland Security's <laughs> watchful eye in 2012. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. are you talking mm-hmm. about? Stacy gets a box of dirt because, deli- you know, you sleep in your coffin with dirt from your homeland. That's a whole yeah. vampire thing. Mm-hmm. And she gets this box, which, I'm, look, I'm sorry. If you get a box full of dirt, that's heavy as shit. And she's carrying it around and does not realize it's empty until she opens it. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> what are you talking Maybe about? they're really strong, and that's what I kind of thought. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> everything feels like an empty box because you're so strong. Yeah, that maybe. could be. I'll give you that. that. The way they put straws into rats really, really puts that point home. Yeah, like it's a Kool-Aid pouch. Yes. I really just wasn't satisfied by the blood flow coming through the straw during that scene. <laughs> I thought I could have been more. That, yeah. It didn't because, look like there was much at all. Yeah, they like, don't feed off of people it's just morally they don't want to do it whole thing yes and they have a whole support group called elf do do, do we ever learn what that stands um extended life form that's what yes yes i wrote it down because it's it's like an interesting for vampires who don't want to feed on people because vampires is kind of like a derogatory term which is actually that's a bit like that movie renfield that's out now that's like a support group well but that's not just for vampires yeah it's for emotional see there's stuff here that should be the whole movie should just be the support group Yes. Like, get your comedy from that. But mm-hmm. there's so many plot lines going on and so many threads that mm-hmm. start and never conclude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just pick, focus on yeah. something. I think there was a character named Renfield. No, yeah, no, the there best is. friend, yeah. yeah they He's call a CPA. It's Zagworth. He helps them later. I don't think his actual name is Renfield. I think no. they just call him that. And he's a real... Yeah, groupie's not the right word, but he, like... He's a goth dude who wants to, like, hangs out the goth club, wants to be a vampire so bad, but they're, like, hiding from him that they're vampires, but not very well, because they're all really bad at hiding that they're vampires. Mm-hmm. They just gaslight him. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they call them day players. Day was... players, yeah. Day players. It's anyone who can walk around in the sun. Goody and Stacy are exterminators. I guess there's, I guess in New York City, there's a call for nighttime exterminators. I've never heard of such a thing, but I've never been to New York City, so I don't know. Like overnight exterminators, but it's good for them because then they can feed on the rats. Mm. But they get a sort of mental telepathy summons from their stem, mm. who's played by Sigourney Weaver, looking real good in this yeah. movie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> She's great. Sigourney Weaver. But she doesn't they, know it in that mm-hmm. movie either. Yeah, she doesn't know. Uh, her name is Ciceris. She's a fashion designer, and to be fair, she makes some really good, like, designs for this movie. Yeah, I figured you yes. would like some of the yeah. fits in here. No. 
the Wait, is that right? This old man. Yep. Right. Yeah. No, the fits were on point. They Lots were. of drip in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rats and strippers. She orders a pizza boy. <laughs> By which she means when the pizza guy gets here, I'm going to eat him. I'm going to drink yep. his blood. He's played by Taylor Negron in a quick cameo. But I think she had used, I think he's in the Fast Times as well. It is true. But she kills him, they chop him up, and just dump him in a dumpster. Like, you yeah. haven't figured out a better way to dispose of your victims in a thousand years than just dumping them where, well, where Homeland Security is going to find them? Homeland Security of all people. Just roaming around in the back alleys. <laughs> yeah, so Vivian and Stacy go to goth night at this club, mm. which has a, I feel, a very inappropriate band. Like, it's not a goth band. What is, what is that? What yeah. is this music? It's what people think goth uh, music is. They thrown out of this goth club. Yes. <laughs> because I've been to goth nights. That band will not cut it off. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like Kmart version of Letters to Cleo. It's not <laughs> goth at all. Maybe that's what they were going for. And they have, I think the only joke I wrote down, not because I found it funny, but because it annoyed me, was we never drink dot, 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 mojitos. Yeah. <laughs> Just a play on Dracula's, I never drink wine. Like, but, yeah. come on. <laughs> it's also, it feels very first draft. It also feels like a CW pilot that never got picked up. <laughs> Here we meet Justin Kirk, who was on he was on Weeds, and he looked like he knows something. He's the not. drummer? No, the guy who plays the Ukrainian vampire. But oh, he, never mind. Yeah, he was on. He was on all of Weeds, and he's been on other stuff. One joke that I love is they keep referring to him as like like a Soviet or a Russian, and he always corrects me and is like, "I'm Ukrainian. Excuse <laughs> you." That yeah, was so, something. So that's so a prescient. bit that's that is so poignant now. He's <laughs> Ukrainian. <laughs> So that's a fun bit. Yes. <laughs> There's some kind of conversation here setting up that if your stem dies, you're, you basically become human. You stop being a vampire mm -hmm. if the person who made you a vampire dies. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which will be very important later. Goody takes home this coked up drummer from his supposed goth band. <laughs> now, he goth. is also in the blacklist, and so that's... Okay. What I was talking about. I'm glad you're here for that. Because yeah. I've never seen the blacklist. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. But he gets a nosebleed. He's like this insufferable, like, I'm going to make it big as a musician on my own Chad guy. His and parents so casually paid, what, a million dollars? Yeah. Lots for law school. And but he's just NYU casually doing coke at the, in front of this girl he just met. Like, it's yeah. no big deal. It's nothing. It's something I've never understood. Maybe just because I'm too much of a good boy, but I'd like in movies I see just casual use of cocaine just in the middle of the day at a Walmart. Like who does that? To be fair, it's New York, so people, people might that? be doing yes. coke at a Walmart. Casual nightclub, not, not in some circles. <laughs> just <laughs> casually doing coke. Some people couldn't be me. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, but he gets a nosebleed, and she can't help. Even though she has sworn off human blood, she can't help herself. She starts licking his nose, which starts out that's kind of funny. This girl's like. But then this bad CGI tongue comes out his other nostril, like she has this super long tongue, and it just See, looks silly as shit. I thought it went through his septum, because he does coke. That was my yeah, whole Yeah, that's probably the joke. But, I mean... But the CGI is not the there to support that. Awful. It looks I, bad. In my notes, I wrote down, Goody tongues a guy's septum because he did coke and was bleeding. That was... I thought, I thought you'd bring that one up. 
course. Yep. <laughs> So, she gets like a high from it too. The oh, blood, yeah. I mean. Yeah, she was. It's like she was. Yeah. They get like a going. <laughs> a high from it. Well, that's kind is, of been. Yeah, even just from like, human blood, yeah. which is why it's so hard to not to drink rats instead. That's her coke. But it's also been a thing. I mean, a lot of vampire lore, apart from this, that I've read. You know, it's like the only way a vampire can get drunk is if they drink the blood of someone who's drunk, or if they want to get high, you find somebody who's high on coke and you drink. You know. Yeah. Because you're absorbing it. So maybe she's also getting his coke to those. Hmm. But uh, we have Wallace Shawn, inconceivably. <laughs> and also a clueless callback. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's in that, too. He'll just always be Vincini. Yes. Oh, always. I'm wearing a Princess Bride shirt right now. so uh, Very nice fits. choice, <laughs> again. Um, but he is so-and-so Van Helsing, who works on Homeland Security. Yeah, so there's a there's a support group meeting. There we meet Vladi Impaler, who's played by Malcolm McDowell. Welcome back to the show, Malcolm McDowell. He was just in a couple episodes ago, Silent Hill Revelation. Because you send Malcolm McDowell a check, he will come be in your movie. Even if it's just for, like, in Silent Hill Revelation, it's like he's 45 seconds he's on screen for a bullshit <laughs> nonsense scene. But he will be in your movie, don't worry He just about likes it. being there, yeah. being included. He likes to work. Just loves well, I don't have a problem with it. Why the heck not? But he definitely has slummed it a couple times. <laughs> I loved his part when he got up to like talk for the meeting, because um, he he picked up knitting, mm-hmm. and there was a joke where he took the sewing needle and put it through like the ball of yarn, and he was like, "My favorite part." Like yeah, he inhaled he's, it. Later he's inhaler. sticking sticks into apples, so yeah. he's, like candy apples, because <laughs> the guy just loves sticking things with yeah. sticks. I guess that's just funny. It aired on the side of humorous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another joke, it's it looks it's kinda like the setup of almost an A meeting, and so we started it's like, I have been off blood for like three hundred and sixty five years. Yes. That and that was, was I liked it. A slapper. <clears throat> it was like AA, but they called it Sanguines Anonymous. Yeah. Except they're not anonymous at all. They all tell each other their names. It's a small knit community of vampires. And they, like, and they anonymous about it. are always talking about the other ones who are there. So it's, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. So they're a bad, they're a bad anonymous bad group. Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, Goody is hiding her age <laughs> from Stacy. Stacy. Stacy looks like she's. Well, I guess, apparently we'll find out in a little bit that she looks like she's 17. We'll that was that. weird. That was... But to, to me, she looks like she's in her early 20s, but she's actually like 40 because she was around in the mm-hmm. 60s. Or she, yeah. But she does not know that Goody has been around since the 1840s. Yeah. So Goody's always like spouting off these facts about stuff about New York City. And she's always like, where did you live? Twice, they say. Oh, History Channel. The same joke twice? Come on. That's the bit. It's the, the history channel. Yeah, but if it's a bit, then you have, it's the rule of three. You have to come back and do it a third time. And they only do it twice, so it's just this left adrift bit of repetition. Anyways, what do I know? I've never written a comedy movie. I mean, the only run of podcast about movies. Also, <laughs> yeah, that makes me an expert, I guess. I'd say it does. But even, and the, at the, the group, their support group, anyone who isn't a speaking character, a recognizable actor, all these extras that are silently sitting, 
You know they're vampires because they all have a ring of raccoon smudgy. <laughs> but that's how we know. It's so bad. It's so dumb. It's a style choice. <laughs> None of the main actors do, just all the extras. That's how we know. Don't worry, guys, they're vampires too. Like, we would worry that they're. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty goofy. Stacy's in college. She's in a film, some sort of film class, which is taught by uh, Larry Wilmore from The Daily Show. But uh, there she meets Joey, who's played by Dan Stevens, from all kinds of things, Legion, and what else? Was he in uh, Downton Abbey? Ah. I think he's in Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah, and Legion and a bunch of other stuff, and he's He looks like he could good. be. This is like a young him. He's like a little sweetie-looking boy. Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. handsome man. He's so, yeah, 24. He, yeah. As he says. Yeah, he says he's 24. Just a little peanut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has my only laugh. The only time I laugh watching the movie is dad joke in class. I don't know. I'm a dad. What do you want? Let's keep going. God, there's more characters to talk introduce. There's so many characters in here. So many. In the class, though, it said they were mentioning something about LASIK. And if this is the oh film class, God. it's they took like a knife or like something. And they're just, I've only, like the old timey clips in black and white and everything. They're just kind of either about vampires or kind of gory, which is, I thought, oh, the interesting. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is from a movie whose name I cannot recall, but it's a real, like, art like I art mean, it looked really, well, like, cool, and I like the they, effect of the moon and the clouds and whatever, but... I liked a lot of the old horror movie callbacks they did as transitions. Mm-hmm. Like, they, I know they did The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, is Correct. that what I haven't seen it, but Nosferatu, did they do, I don't know what else, but I like that. Yeah, there's a whole moment revolving around them watching the Doctor of or the Captain of Dr. Caligari that includes the, did anyone else notice this or find it strange? For a film that does not center whatsoever around Germany, Nazis, or Adolf Hitler, they name drop Adolf Hitler (laughs) three separate times in this movie. (laughs) Not as part of like, oh, we're talking about Adolf Hitler, so he said his name three times. Like 20 minutes apart in three different scenes that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. And they're talking about Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Apropos of nothing. I don't think Saving Private Ryan name drops Adolf Hitler three times. And it's one of yeah. them is like supposed to be like a really like funny joke too. Like it's supposed to kind of make you laugh. Like when they're in bed together, and she's like, "Oh, you kind of look like Adolf Hitler or whatever." And it's like, "Oh, oh. that's kind of fun." Yeah, yeah. It's just it's, I don't know. It's, it's just weird to me yeah. that you're dropping that name apropos of nothing, just yeah, <laughs> three just times. Because. Like it's a little fixated, and I don't know why. That's when they followed the three. Yeah. <laughs> sure, that time. Uh, yeah, more characters. The uh, Richard Lewis, classic '80s, maybe '90s even comedian, plays Danny, who was sort of Goody's big love, love back in the '60s. He was a big protest guy. Now he's a lawyer for the ACLU. His wife is dying in the hospital mm-hmm. where they are doing exterminating, and they kind of see each other. And she's like, "Oh shit, this I look the same. I can't." Yeah. But he kind of corners her to talk to her, and she lies and says, "Oh, that was my mom. You don't know me." Like, <laughs> she died, but. I guess we look exactly the same. I'm not a vampire, don't worry about it. <laughs> but because I'm such a movie nerd and I'm really good with faces, I see that his wife, no matter how much cancer makeup they put on her to make her look gaunt and skeletal, is very clearly Mary Lou Henry. 
She has a very recognizable face. I'm like, well, why would you have Mary Lou Henner in that part unless at some point in this movie she's not going to have that makeup on anymore? So instantly I was like, oh, well, something's going to happen with this because you don't cast her to lay in bed and say nothing as a cancer patient. Yeah. And not I don't know, show they had her a big face budget. later. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't know who she is, then yeah. I guess it means nothing. But. So Joey and Stacy begin a relationship. Flirting turns into dating. But he says to her, when she, when she, she first comes over to his place, he's like, he says, I'm, I'm, I don't remember how the conversation like, I'm not as young as I look. I need to yeah. be up front with you. And she's like, oh yeah, me neither. And he's like, because I'm 24, and you're like, what, 17? Sir? <laughs> Excuse me. What are you talking about? Yeah. You brought this girl home on suspicion she's 17 years old. Yeah, before you even asked, <laughs> she's at your front doorstep. You're practically disrobing her, and you're asking how old she is. Well, you're assuming that she is, but in you fact, she was 17. <laughs> Buddy, I thought you were the good guy in this movie. I liked you. What is happening? Yeah, he was so about to be like, well, if you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. We don't want to tell anybody. Like, no, I'm way older than that. He's like, okay, whew. Yeah. Not that would have stopped him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might have had to feel bad later, God. Well, it's also <laughs> weird because his dad then comes in. Who yeah, happens maybe it runs in the family, I was just about to say. Yeah, who happens to be the Homeland Security. Yeah, yes. well, his dad, Van Helsing, played <laughs> by so. Wallace Shawn, who is an old man is married to, and we are supposed to believe Dan Stevens' mother, <laughs> is Kristen Johnson from Third Rock from the Sun, who is, A, not old enough to be Dan Stevens' mother, unless she had him when she was, like, 13, which I guess is possible, but is also married to Wallace Shawn, who is in his 70s? <laughs> yeah. So, twice her I don't know, maybe he learned it at home. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Might be crazy rich. Uh, Maybe he, he... Homeland Security pays well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he must. He is Homeland Security. Yeah. He is Homeland Security. He's getting the big bucks. All by himself with his well, crossbow. Well, he needs to secure yeah. his homeland because he's yeah. always... With his axe and crossbow. For vampires. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, the camera, like, on the front that just, like, watches the street. It's like a ring doorbell. Yeah. yeah, but they have it. They have an I, They have a retina scanner security lock, but on the inside of the apartment, not to get in from the outside. To lock it once you're inside. That's unnecessary. Yeah. Is that so no one can leave without your? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Maybe that's, that's how he got his wife. Stuff happening. Oh, also, God. for a guy she who does seem kind of brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Why does he have a portrait of Vladimir Impaler in his dining room? It's another. Great you hate question. vampires. That's like. Putting a portrait of Adolf Hitler on your wall. Yeah, <laughs> you know. that's a, then being like, oh, I fucking love that guy. Just in case a vampire comes in, then they're the only other people well, who will mention it. Like, I just like to remind myself every day that <laughs> I fucking hate that guy, so I put him up in 12 by 14, swayed on my wall. That's, a, that's his motivation. He wakes up every day and just stares at it. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we see... Van Helsing, sort of at work, he's pretending to be the Time Warner cable guy so they can just walk around the crossbow and break into people's apartments. Oh, that's how it That makes sense. Yeah, no. But they kill Sigourney Weaver's sort of toady right-hand man guy, Ivan, and they pull him out of his coffin and bring him over 
by the sunlight. He burns up in some more spectacular special effects. It, beautiful. Oof. Again, nice. taking. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get like a nomination for an award. <laughs> and then there's the craziest cameo on television in Sigourney Weaver's place is a dancing cowboy <laughs> who she's in love with and she's going to go to Mexico to see, who's played by Gael Garcia Bernal. Just for this, he's not in any other scenes. He's just on this TV dancing. Mm-hmm. There's where your budget went. You're paying people to come in and do bullshit like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> just for one scene. It was worth it, rounds. though. It's all we need. It's just weird seeing him. Like, is that? It is. Why is he here? <laughs> he has nothing to do with this movie. Just put on the cowboy outfit. Get a couple mil. He's send just, you on your way. He's just that beautiful. So everybody else understands why she Sigourney, or Sigourney Weaver has to leave is to be with this guy. She's never felt this way before. No. <laughs> She's not even going to use her little magic thing on him. She wants it to be real. Yeah. But then she comes right back, so her leaving means nothing for the movie. By the like, I don't know. Yeah. So Goody is uh, obviously giving Stacy shit, because, like, what do you, you can't date a Van Helsing. That's like, you know, <laughs> is this one of the, that's like dating Elmer Hitler. Is that one of the draw? I don't know. They bring like him up three times, is my John. point. Yeah, she was like, oh, and you couldn't have gotten... Oh, Timmy Hitler. Timmy Hitler, right. yeah. Timmy Hitler. What? But she's like, it's fine. I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna, I'll cover it up. I'm going to go and tan. And obviously she comes flying out of the tanning booth smoking because you can't, vampires can't be in the sun. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do about this? We can't go to his parents, meet his parents for dinner looking all pale. <laughs> what should we do? I know... Brown face. <laughs> Spray paint. It's not quite. I'm going to cut them some slack. Yeah, they paint her brown. It looks yes. like a bad tan so for like prom. It really yes. does look like a, the it's, worst tan you can get. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's like bronzer, and but even that, but, but flat out, it's flat out paint that she's putting on her mm-hmm. paintbrush. And I'm not going to, because if it was I'm going to cut them some slack a little bit more understandable because the intent the character is not trying to pass themselves off as a person of color she's just trying to not be so pale bad. I mean the Hitler drops make it a little suspicious I know right? that's what I'm saying <laughs> but I'm going to cut this some slack because I don't think it's a full on like blackface yeah mm-hmm. but it's real close <laughs> for 2012 real close and it's it only feels... because I think the intent isn't there that I'm going to cut them some slack yes I think it's supposed to look like a bad spray tan. Yeah, forgive thing, me, but like, forgive me, but I think it felt to me less like blackface and more like this might be offensive. I'm sorry, Guido face. <laughs> that, that could be. Oh, they Jersey were Jersey Shore face. Yeah, they were talking about. Um, she looked uh, like Sno- Snooki from Jersey Shore. They did bring her up. Yeah, <laughs> so and even the be. even the this is why I think it's Amy Heckerling. Realizing she's out of touch while also being really out of touch and not knowing how to deal with it. Because, yeah, even the references, I get that it's supposed to be a little anachronistic because the vampires, you know, Goody especially, isn't hip to the lingo. But Stacy is. And even her references are like Snooky in 2012? Snooky, really? And Napster? Like, well, it's like she's portrayed as somebody who's so much older, but it's, she mentioned like Hey Arnold instead of. Yeah, hey whatever Arnold and Frylock. Frylock was pretty good. <laughs> that Doctor how, like, that's how you know she's young. It's kind of she grew up on Hey Arnold. But it, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's not quite blackface, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also comes to nothing because it's not. 
what this should be is she's at dinner and I know maybe you've probably seen this somewhere else but at least it would be doing something with the bit where she's sitting there and maybe she smudges a bunch of it off and then shakes somebody's hand and gets brown paint on them or on the white tablecloth or they notice the big patch of white skin underneath but none of that happens there's no acknowledgement what after he opens the door and it's like wow you look different it's never mentioned again so what was the goddamn point of doing any of this because then it's, oh, there's too much garlic, and their parents are trying to trap her and prove she's a vampire. They put a bunch mm -hmm. of garlic in the soup, so that's the next mm -hmm. thing. And then it's her trying to mesmerize them and failing. So we move past well, the brown face thing so fast that it, isn't, it means nothing. She yeah. gets the wife, though, not the like father Van Helsing. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know if the wife was even just kind of pretending to go along with it. She didn't react know. at all. Yeah, she, she didn't no do reaction. anything. She just kind of stared off into space. But she yeah. was like, well, thank you. I'm glad you love the soup or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, she tries it on Lola Sean. It does not work. And at that point, you are on the hunt for vampires. There's one dating your son. She is in your house that she can't leave, apparently, because there's a retina lock on the door. Why is he not killing her right now? What are your intentions? Because he yeah. wants to find out her intentions. Like, she just showed herself to be a vampire to you in your in home. In your home. Why does he not kill her on the spot? He's trying to find out her intentions. You know? But if you hate vampires that much, there should, it shouldn't matter what her intentions yeah. are. Like, don't give her a chance to have intentions. No contest. Let's look at outdated jokes that is clearly written by someone. <laughs> there's there's uh, Goody and Stacey are sitting around the club with Renfield, and he sees Vla, uh, Vadim like, do bad CGI, like mouth drop where his fangs come out. And he's like freaking out because it's the first time he's actually <laughs> seeing a vampire and she mesmerizes him to make him forget and she says go full sergeant schultz which is a hogan's heroes joke i i i remember nothing or i saw nothing yeah hogan's heroes you're making jokes that's a show from the 50s 60s that's not contemporary to anyone in this movie yeah or probably to anyone watching the movie I only know it because I'm a fucking nerd. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> right? Like, that's such a weird <laughs> reference up? to draw. And you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. And also, you take seem place really excited. Camp. What the fuck? <laughs> Go ahead. Do hyper <laughs> share. <laughs> okay, so I like you know I I know she's from the 1880s. She's been through all the different times. She she does make a lot of jokes from or references to the 50s and 60s, but. Can it's we Stacey who makes that reference. Oh, wow. Okay. She's the one who says... <laughs> oh, but what were you going to say? I, I was going to say. It I makes got... no sense for her to... I guess she was alive when that show was on, but she no. still. I was going to launch, but when we talk about the movie store, I have to share something embarrassing. Are we going to talk about the movie store next? You can talk about it whenever you want. Yeah. I just found out that Paul Newman, Cool Hand Luke, is the salad dressing guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Well, Am I... Honestly, someone your age, I'm, I'm just happy you know who Paul Newman is at all. So I don't, that's fine. My mom really called me on the grocery store today in front of somebody for it. It's like, you know, I was born in 1998. There's only so much I can do. <laughs> But I was. Paul Newman hasn't made a ton of movies since 1998. Yeah, so. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you know Cool Hand Luke. You're yeah. It makes you feel better. I have no idea who the ranch guy is. You've never Sally. seen uh, Newman's own dressing? Hidden Valley all the way. We're in Minnesota. You've never been to the grocery store? <laughs> no, never. 
So yeah, well, the video story is next anyway, where she mm-hmm. Goody averts a robbery. Who who robs a record slash video store? They're really popular in 2012. Apparently, that was were they because the <laughs> I was alive in 2012 and oh, I don't pause. remember that. Didn't well, New exist. York City, it's still you know it seemed like kind of a specialty. Like we sell vinyl and V because he's there to buy VHS. I oh, do remember those like yeah. anti piracy things that they'd put in the start of movies. Yeah. You wouldn't steal a car, would you? <laughs> I would. Yeah, like, a film with the very, it's the like, same thing. I'll do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I did download cards. That's it. But yeah, because he wants to. Hey, he, Danny, Richard Lewis, and Goody are sort of striking up a friendship again. He still doesn't know that he, or he still thinks it's the daughter of mm. the woman he so loved who disappeared. And. He wants to get videos to take the hospital for his dying wife to watch to pass the time. So they go to this, yeah, this little corner bodega-looking kind of video slash record store, and a guy comes in to rob the place, and she zoom fast moves over there, mesmerizes him to be nice and not rob people, mesmerizes. Well, and then an old guy falls down having a heart attack. She mesmerizes the wife to calm down, and then bites. The guy's chest to make him stop having a heart attack. Well, she she explains it later, but yeah. in the moment you're like, "What the fuck is that?" I've <laughs> <laughs> seen a lot of vampire stuff, and that's not a thing. I thought maybe she was just relieving pressure or something, yeah, like, like blood buildup. I, I'm not a doctor. Because vampires like vampire bats or mosquitoes have an enzyme in their spit that so your blood doesn't coagulate. So she's, I guess, thinning his blood to mm. stop him from having a heart attack. A stroke. But they didn't yeah. say that until like. 15 minutes later in the movie, so you're like, why the fuck did she bite his nipple? She's <laughs> <laughs> having a blast. She must have done like something. <laughs> Another joke is she runs by this guy who's a little bit heavier eating some chips, and she says, you no longer like, like bad food or food that isn't good for you. Aha, aha. Aha. Yeah, where's the... That's another <laughs> quality joke for yes. you. 2012. Yes, taking away people's... <laughs> Agency. Autonomy and agency yes. and yes. eating whatever the fuck they feel like. You no longer <laughs> like chips. Basically. That's yes. going to save you. Yes. But she does this in front of Danny and then doesn't bother to mesmerize him to make him forget. She just explains and he accepts it. And yeah, she has to yeah, explain to him, like, no, I am goody. You did know me. Yeah. You know. I didn't die, by the way. Yeah. I just left you. Yeah. But this is a whole other, this, again, this could be a whole other movie. Yes that I've kind of never seen. A vampire who loves somebody back when and now they're old and they're not and you see them again. Like, well, it's like the age of Adeline. Movie. Sure. Yeah, but with vampires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that could be, but that's that's shoehorned into the Homeland Security movie and the Because he's a lawyer the, for, I think, UC... The ACLU, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was always a big protest guy in the 60s. Mm-hmm. That's what she liked about him. Not good with authority. Which will come in handy that everyone they know has some sort of specialty that will help them mm-hmm. get out yeah. from under the thumb of Homeland Security. But because I, and I, don't, I like the scene of them sitting talking like, this is why I had to leave. This is why, you know, because like I'm looking at you and everybody loves you and you could have anybody, any woman you want. I'm just, what happens in 20 years when I look the same and you, you know. That's a movie. I'll watch that, but it's a quick scene, and then we're back to more nonsense. We found out that she can stay with somebody for seven years until they start getting suspicious. So I that's wonder if that's she's tried it. You know, it's like if she counted <clears throat> down the days, it's oh yeah, seven years maxed yeah. out. Maxed out. So 
and again, Joey still at this point does not know that Stacy is a vampire. He's about to find out because they have floaty. They roll off the bed, and they're floating in midair. Real bad special effect. Making out, having sex, floating in air, which he does not notice at all. <laughs> He's preoccupied. Come on. I, I've never been that preoccupied. I'm floating four feet off the ground. Ever have those dreams where you feel like you're falling? You're still on the bed, but like that is enough to scare a person. Now imagine actually being off the bed. (laughs) But then she's like, "Oh shit! I hear birds. The sun must be coming up. I gotta go," and just jumps out the window and does this the weird crawl thing, wall crawl down the thing, which he sees just right in front of him, make no effort to hide it. And then she says, like, call me or something, or she does something with her hands. Yeah. But it looks so bad. Hang loose. <laughs> Hang ten, bro. And then the next day at school, he's like, crucifix, ah, get away from me. He's wearing garlic. garlic. He gets over it so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, because she wrote two ten-page papers on, like, surrealism and Freud or whatever, but there's two separate things. Right. She wrote. Which is like, I, I guess she must love me. Love me if she wrote two papers. First off, why are you doing this man's homework? Number one, <laughs> this, let this man do his own homework. I don't know. This she, entitled fucking. She loves camera. him. His father is Homeland Security. He can, he can do his own work. Uh. <laughs> but he he asks a question where it's like, like, oh, are you gonna get me for like my blood or whatever? And then it's like, oh, I'm not much of a foodie. That's another joke. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, he goes from trying to hold her at bay with a crucifix <laughs> to making out. In the middle of the hallway. In, within five seconds. Gross. Like, there's not nearly enough conversation of why I can be cool with you being a vampire. <laughs> to be fair, like, he's grown up. Writer and I get it, but. He's grown up with vampire talk all his life because of his dad, I'm assuming. Rebellion. And so maybe. Yeah, maybe it's even the rebellious thing of like. Ooh, I'll I'm show my tail. I'll bring all. I'll fuck all the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Every He's single one. A twenty-four-year-old who's willing to bring home seventeen-year-olds. Wow. So he could be just. Maybe he just thinks she's just really hot. Yeah. yeah. But then, as they're walking away, you know, he's like, "Ugh, I just hate when my parents are right." <laughs> so it is a rebellious thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which again, that could be a whole movie too. That. Oh no, my girlfriend's a vampire. That probably is like a Nickelodeon movie or my something. My babysitter's a vampire. I love right? that show. Mm-hmm. That's Canadian. Mm-hmm. But they're great. So now we have five different movies competing for my attention in this one movie that's 90 minutes long. It's too much. Well, um, then I would like to make a note where they it's her like 40th birthday or something in the next couple minutes. And they make a dirt cake with a 40 like candles on top, which is kind of funny. Very cute. Dirt yeah, cake. Somehow Joey has managed to get dirt from her homeland shipped here mm-hmm. for her to put in her coffin. Did they ever mm-hmm, discuss her homeland? Like, well, they never say where it is. Yeah. Well, they mentioned Boston. Well, it's not like she's from America. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it should be fairly easy. It's just a pain yeah. in the ass. But yeah, because of the Patriot Act. Apparently, they're all being subpoenaed because they don't have paperwork for things. And they can just go into their house and whatever. And how are we going to do this? We can't do any of this stuff because they're only open during the day. We can't go out in daylight hours. <gasps> and thank God, there's an eclipse happening. We found out because Goody has an almanac. Oh, the almanac. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't fuck around with apps like no. Stacy does. She's going to use she the farmer's almanac. almanac to know when the sun comes up and goes down. That's not the problem. The problem is. Do you know how long a solar eclipse lasts? 
Seven minutes. Yeah. Fifteen minutes. Um, an hour and a half, according Not to this Not two movie. hours like this movie says. They're like, we got two hours while the sun is blocked out. Go. What? <laughs> Vampires is <laughs> more That's crazy. You can't just... Twilight would never... Well, first, before <laughs> they discuss this, both Renf- or Renfield, um, the like baby Van Helsing, and like another guy is like in the vampire AA meeting and they're like coming to oh we can do this and this and this because they're all in the legal system and so that's how they're gonna not get like summoned or whatever and so that's why they brought up like the almanac and the eclipse and everything because they just have a bunch of like a legal team now yeah which is yeah, and they go in Another and they mesmerize thing. the IRS people and they mesmerize the DMV people and everybody to get everybody off the books and delete it from the system mm-hmm. so they don't have to worry about this anymore. Make everyone um, citizens. Yeah. They're, they're married to U.S. citizens. And there's there's that plot line. Don't worry about it. It's over as soon as it started. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Wouldn't you know it, Stacy is vomiting every night when she wakes up. And anytime a woman vomits in a movie, it can only mean one thing. Just like when anytime a woman coughs... She must yes. have tuberculosis. Cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anytime a woman's puking, she must be pregnant. Now, most She's vampire pregnant. lore I've ever seen, vampires just straight up can't get pregnant at all. Mm-hmm. Their plumbing don't work like that no more. Yeah. But in here, it's a little different. She can get pregnant, but then within like a week, it's going to like terminate itself because her body will just destroy it. Or mm-hmm. At home, in house abortion. Which, I mean, <laughs> forget Homeland Security, the Republicans will. <laughs> in 2012 maybe you'd be able, you can get away with that but now your baby's terminating itself you're going to jail they're protesting vampires not because they're vampires but because they have to give themselves like abortions basically yeah. in body yeah. yes. involuntary mm-hmm. abortions Sister uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver summons the two of them again to where oh she's back in town didn't work out with the guy on TV. So did any of that matter? No, it did not. Mm-mm. But surprise, I'm back in town and I'm. She's wiped out this entire Chinese restaurant full of people. Yeah. And makes the joke of such the easy, lame joke like, oh, oh I just ate Chinese, so I'll be hungry again in an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. <laughs> it's 2012. That's a 1992 joke mm-hmm. at best. And mm-hmm. then the moratorium on that joke. Yikes. And then it's revealed that both Stacy and Goody just can't kill people, even when they're the little mind, whatever. Yeah, they just don't they have just, it. They can't. The sisters tries to cannot. mesmerize them to kill this last guy, and they just can't. It doesn't work, because they just don't have it in them to kill people anymore. So they bring it to a hospital, both of them bring this guy into the hospital, and that's important later, because they have video yeah, cameras at the that hospital. Yeah, I missed that came up later. Like, we caught you on security camera at the hospital, like, to the hospital. Oh, right, I guess they did. Mm-hmm. I missed Such it too, but. Mm-hmm. That winds up becoming so important. But yeah, Vlad, so Goody's talking to Madeline McDowell, Vlad the Impaler, and he's like, well, she's not sick, she's just pregnant. That can happen, but don't worry about it, it'll take care of itself. And like, we don't, unless. You kill the stem. Unless Sigourney Weaver dies, but who can kill her? We can't even find her, no one knows where her lair is. She summons us to the weird random places that she's been staying at. And that's how she's like survived for uh, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years. Despite being an evil person killer. 
and yeah. not great at hiding it. Well, and she had mentioned at the very beginning of the movie something about, no one will ever find my lair because it's the one place New Yorkers never, ever go. Okay. Everybody knows that. <clears throat> well, Goody also has, like, a breakdown when she's, because she's like, oh, there's so much that, like, to learn or whatever. She's, like, like an oh, old person, yeah. like, crying. It's like, the technology is ruining everything. There's so much because... Renfield brings like an iPod or something into their apartment and she has like a yeah, breakdown. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's a real like kids today, get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> narrative with this <laughs> character who I feel like is the Amy Heckerling stand in. It's like you get a bunch of unwanted messages all day, every day. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. It's not that and bad. Is, and then think of just in the last 11 years since the movie came out, how much more so that is. <laughs> like, yeah. She'd yeah. be crying at this setup. Yeah, it's a good thing she checks out because she would not be able to handle 2023. <laughs> yeah, so she informs, she lets Stacy know that like, oh no, you're not sick, you're just pregnant. And her and Joey are so, you've been with this man for a week mm-hmm. and now you're ready to give up your immortality to have a baby with this man well, who you do not know. <laughs> to be fair, she's only Whose like father 40. wants to kill you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty wild. They're so in love. You'll never so, understand. That that whole turnaround later with that was so quick. Call the guy granddad. Game over. Totally changed I'll games. help you. I'll help. Like Grandpa? Grandpa? Yeah. Like it's <laughs> all it took. Well, because nothing's given enough time to breathe and yeah. play itself out as it normally would. Everything has to be so rushed because we're we gotta stop talking about that for a second and go talk about homeland security. Well, and then we're done with it. We gotta stop talking about that and go talk about this other thing. So none of it gets enough time to play out naturally. It's like I didn't even really care until once we get to like the end. It's like the ending is like ten minutes, yeah. and that's when it really makes itself apparent. It's like wow, there's like a lot of stuff that's happening very quickly. Yeah. 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 She's like, I do. Yeah, I, I, I do want to have a baby with this man that I don't know at all. You know. But oh, the only way that'll work is if I, is if we. Kill Sigourney Weaver, and then I'm not a vampire anymore, and I'll instantly age to be 40 years old. Worth Sick. it. Worth it. Cool. So that's a that's an odd message, bit of messaging too. I feel like that, like I don't know. Give up your life to have a child. I mean, that's fine for some people, but I don't know. Doesn't feel terribly feminist to me. Yeah. But they're like, ah, oh, well, where could she be? We'll never find her. And then she realizes because they're watching some Groucho Marx thing on TV that, like, because it's the old joke of who's buried in Grant's tomb. Grant is obviously, and that's apparently the one place New Yorkers never go is to visit Grant's tomb. I never heard that. Before, they already know who's in there, so why bother? It's like New Yorkers don't go to the tourist stuff. Like yeah. they barely even go. There's people who live in New York City who've never gone to Statue of Liberty because it's just, just why always there. Like, it's a lady. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for tourists. Like Times Square, real New Yorkers avoid Times Square like the fucking plague. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, you know. <laughs> so they go to Grant's tomb. Well, well, before we get no, yeah, then the weirdest scene in the movie. <laughs> it's like let's not jump up, over we're this. Let's tie up all the loose ends. We got to help Danny out. Leave him with something. So Goody gets Vadim, who I guess is a stem, mm-hmm. to come to his wife's hospital room and turn her into a vampire so she won't die of cancer anymore. Fine, that's totally fine. The way it is presented in this movie is 
banana pants. Is it this, weird, this crazy scene where he comes, it's like super like sexual, where he's like mm-hmm. oh, taking his shirt. It's Leonard Kurt. Is that his name? Did I say it right? Uh, I gotta look at my notes again. I know his name, but I forget. Anyway, it's Vadim. And he, yeah, he opens up his shirt and she's like, and the camera's spinning around them for like a minute straight. Like He it's, bites her neck, She he cuts his throat and she gets like, that. I think, Danny, I think he just got cupped by this. <laughs> That's what I think's going on here. But like also he cuts like down his, like the middle of his chest and then like his stomach and then Goody has to finally say, it's like, hey, it's enough. It doesn't take this long. Yeah, what are you really, doing in there? He's really having the time. Right? <laughs> How often do you really get to turn people into a vampire? Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah. make it special. And apparently, one this gorgeous because she comes out and, and it's very wow. winter. You're like, oh, see, real smoke like, show. Like, uh-huh. You end up seeing her because yeah. you don't hide her under makeup for the whole movie for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, so now Danny's wife is a vampire. She's not dying. Great, but now Danny's gonna have the same problem he had with Goody, where now his wife's gonna live forever and he's gonna die and grow. Yeah. You know, so but there's we never have any of the fallout of that. It's just. She's alive now, happy ending. But there's repercussions of that. Like you're gonna have to deal with all this shit with her now too. So, it's but don't worry guy. about it. We got a more important thing to talk about. But that scene is so strange. It's just the way it's. It's, it's so simple. You could just bite her, open your wrist, give her the like, in and out, done. Yeah. But it's this whole theater, like this whole music video of fucking, fucking like, <laughs> craziness. Camera's the best fight. And why do they all have different fangs? I was about to mention that. Because <laughs> Goody and Stacy have just like, just the top two incisors come down. I wonder if it's no cultural. problem. Vadim has like rat two teeth. Two in the front. His two front teeth come down into sharp. And then, then Sisseris has all of them. All her teeth are sharp. Why are they all different? I think it's because... <laughs> They come from different parts of the world. Is it the older you get, There's the like more teeth get sharp? I don't know. Cultural. <laughs> he comes I from guess. Ukraine. Ukrainians have Ukrainian rat vampires teeth. Ukrainian vampires are rat teeth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll imagine what That's British vampires must look like then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't have teeth. See, this is why I like the dad jokes. I'm making yeah. British dental jokes. Like, <laughs> dental jokes in 1995. It's like Canadians just have a little nub because they're too nice to actually bite people. Oh, like a so little the big yeah. where Sigourney Weaver is seducing a man that she is two feet taller than. I mean, Sigourney Weaver is tall, mm-hmm. and this man is very short, and so it's comical to see how much taller than she is. <laughs> like she's towering over this little man. Let's save his life. Does she kill him? No, Before they he, save. They save him. They save him. him. They he gets to run away. This guy. Yeah, they find her at Grant's tomb. A fight ensues. Lots of goofy special effects. Sisters gets her head cut off with a chainsaw, mm-hmm. and they throw her head in. And then they have a little bit about how, where do you get gasoline? Where is the gasoline from? Why don't yeah. you just... Like, where do you find gasoline at four in the morning? I mm-hmm. thought you plugged it in. It's like, where would you plug it in in a forest? The chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It was funny. They throw decapitated head into Grant's actual, like, and then again if you don't have the special effects budget to do this then don't put it in your script write something different i mean because this cgi like screensaver flying toaster screensaver skeleton comes out with sigourney weaver's disembodied head on top of it and it's the dumbest shit you've ever seen it looks amazing so bad it looks like a spooky season meme 
link. It looks like a gym jacket. Like my aunt sent me this for Halloween. Yeah. It came in my email and I got mad about it. Because why are they singing? Why are they singing? It's bad. It's like the Scooby-Doo kind of special effects on like Spooky Island. That's yeah. what the skeletons look like. But so then they then they they smash the skeleton and that takes care of it. I get throw her back in the thing. They grab the bones like in their arms. Oh, just toss them. And, and while like, they're the doing this, yeah, the body's just kind of wandering around, around. just <laughs> casually. Oh, so good. that solves all their problems. Stacy instantly ages twenty years, and if you can tell me what the difference between. 20-year-old Christian Ritter and 40-year-old Christian Ritter was... She had slight wrinkles around her eyes, and she got a little okay. bit fatter. Her butt shrank. The hell yeah, her butt shrank. Oh, yeah, we see bad computer effects of, like, bloop, bloop, with that exact mm-hmm. sound effect mm-hmm. of her butt supposedly getting bigger. But when you look at Christian Ritter's face, oh, you look exactly the same. That's yes. because she hasn't eaten or <laughs> drank Not even, like, gray or hair or anything. smoked or yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's her excuse. Like, like mm-hmm. her skincare regimen's really good. Okay. <laughs> fluid. Meanwhile, Goody, oh however, <laughs> it is that. <laughs> Goody, however, is get me rapidly mad. aging. Uh, what? Almost two hundred years worth. Yeah. yeah. She, well, she gets to like what, like eighty or something, and then she kind of just stops for a little bit. Yeah, like she gets yeah. some time. What do you want to do in your last moments? So now, great, Stacy and Joey get to live together and have this baby. She's like, it's fine. I don't want to be the old lady in new techno times anymore. Like, yeah. I'm so happy to never be on Twitter. I just want to die. So <laughs> take her to Times Square so she can sort of relive. And what should be a poignant moment of, like, she sees her kids, because she had kids back then, mm-hmm. like, survived cholera. I guess there was also a scene earlier that's pretty oh, cool. With the family Where Van Helsing is showing her, like, here's what your descendants did that you don't know about. Like, one of your, like, one of your grandkids went to jail because he's a drug addict. That's not good. But like one's like a senator and one's Four like this and that. Four are doctors. Yeah. So like you did good. Like, good job. Her, she was dying of cholera anyway when she became a vampire, so it was mm. like an easy choice. But she had to leave her kids behind. And her so daughter lived to like, ninety nine years yeah. old, which is crazy. It should be a cool, you know. But again, it just—it's all there's so much so other stuff going on. I don't have enough time to focus on like, yeah, it would suck that your kids like grew up and you, you know. And she sees them for a second in Times Square, but she's also, we spent just as much time seeing her see, like, this is what Times Square used to look like when I lived here in 1920 or whatever, yeah. as if that's just as important as seeing her children again. Yeah. So it kind of loses the impact that it should have. It should the be car. a real poignant, like, emotional. The cars turn to buggies, and that's how yeah. you know. Yes. But I saw people, because I was reading through some letterbox reviews of this to see, like, am I crazy <laughs> for not liking this? There's a lot of people who like it, a lot of people who don't. It's pretty mixed. But there were people who were like, oh, it made me cry. Like, you're crazy. You're a crazy no. person. This movie made you cry. And also people were like, this is the movie that What We Do in the Shadows wishes it was. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what We Do in the Shadows is genius. That is genius. That is a hilarious movie. What are you talking? You're cr- yeah. that's, ins- that's an insane thing to say. <laughs> what We Do in the Shadows is so much better than this. Mm-hmm. It's not even on the same playing yeah. field. Never mind. Oh, she gets a pretzel. She does. Oh, get she gets a pretzel and she pretzel. eats. Yes, she gets to eat yes. because vampires don't get to eat regular food. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I like a pretzel with cheese, but is your last meal like this is the first and last food I'm going to taste before I turn into a cloud of dust? Yeah, maybe it was the only thing nearby. New York street pretzel. I'd want like a euro, like a lamb euro from a street cart in New York. That's more Make sure you have that like on a sticky note in case you become a vampire in New York. Yeah. yeah. 
you are going to Italy, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be eating a lot of garlic. Watch out with those catacombs. <laughs> But yeah, she just turns into dust and blows away. Goodbye, Goody. Okay, there's one thing that I was questioning, and so there was the big statue in the middle. Was there, and there was like a golden dust or something that was coming over, and it kind of like painted the statue. Was that supposed to be gold or Goody? I think so. Was that? I thought it was her yes. essence. Her dust is now yeah, it's like permanently in the square. Yeah, we're turning in. Yeah, I'm just like, is the statue know. important at all, or? Just Not to my knowledge. For funsies. Okay. I think it was for just funsies. there. The cool. wind went. The wind did that. I don't Her know. Her spirit will live on in times. Who knows? In who that knows? statue specifically of the old guy. And that would be the end. But we do get a quick little kind of mid-credit scene of we jump ahead to it's old man Van Helsing, his new granddaughter, who does like vampire face at him, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, my grandkids are vampire. Great. But He's like, you really boat. got grandpa that time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good that people can change. He doesn't want to kill vampires. That's yeah. the whole point of the story. People can change. But now you want to raise this vampire kid? That's bad news. They don't have, do you see Interview the Vampire? They, don't, they have no self-control. No well, it's like, also, how is this kid, I guess she's only half vampire, but so does she age at half speed? That's I was what I'm wondering. semi-wondering so this wondering kid that. looks like she's three, actually six already? Or she is like a normal human. She just has vampire jaw. Also, why is she a vampire? Because if she was like, like the mom turned not into a vampire like what two weeks into the pregnancy? Maybe she got a little bit of vampire juice. I guess everything's accelerated. But how did you even know you were pregnant? You weren't with this guy for that long. Like, we also don't have a lot of idea of time frame. But it seems like they've been together for like a week. So how do you even know you're pregnant? Vampire eggs, vampire baby. Everything's fast. Fast, fast. Would a vampire baby ever grow up? Wouldn't it just stay a baby? Well, it's like that also, <laughs> that if is if a baby is born a vampire, does it obey the same laws as if it's turned into a vampire? That's Well, that's why in See, most vampire like, stories, vampires just can't have babies, so you never have to question Because it's too complicated. Because <laughs> then they're like... We need an in-depth review. They're like powerful, right? They're mm-hmm. like in Twilight. That little yeah. baby is oh, powerful. Okay. And that right there is exactly why you don't have vampire stories with vampire babies. Because that shit is dope. She was... <laughs> now that's a Her face was scary. Good her little, CGI. Her little baby face. Solid CGI. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just almost <laughs> as good as this movie. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you this. For a, this movie costs $16 million and has crap special effects. But the special effects in here are better than that. Cursed goddamn vampire baby. Well, yeah. The real baby was so cute, too. Yeah, they literally just put a whole different face over her face, and we're like, here I am. It was like an animatronic doll, and then that didn't work right, so they just CGI'd this crazy Uncanny Valley baby face. It's like Mm -hmm. Megan when she was younger. It's like the Gerber baby commercial pasted, Mm -hmm. the whole commercial pasted onto this baby's face (laughs) and played through the movie. Just in the middle of Twilight, it's, oh, Gerber baby. (laughs) The entire B movie. That's it for vamps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like a mixed uh, opinions across the panel. I think probably everybody liked it a little more than I did. Did we mention that Stacy names her baby Goody also? Oh, yeah. That was touching. Yeah, that let's was perpetuate cute. that terribleness. I know, right? Like, what <laughs> a name. It's better than McKay's Lean. <laughs> Never was. True. 
Good oh, advance. Yeah. No, it certainly was. That's not an episode yeah. where I press the magic button to see what next week's episode, what next episode's movie chosen completely yes. random will be. <clears throat> it, it may just, be like, better than Vance. Yes. Our amazing crowd. Oh yes! Yes! Awesome! Hundred percent. Any 100% questions 100% from the audience? Questions. No. No, no okay. questions. I think oh. we covered it for them. Yeah. Yes. Next episode's movie is Harvest Lake from 2016. It is a horror movie on Tubi. I have seen it. It is perhaps the horniest movie I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. Also pretty unabashedly gay as well. It's it's all right. It's we not sh- bad. We it's should. not bad. I'm so excited to see who it. you'll invite. It should be uh, like recorded in like a church or something. Really. Like it's, it's <laughs> a phenomenally horny. <laughs> but in a good way. Worse than my bloody Valentine. Yeah. Oh. No, not worse. I'd, I'd be. Like hornier. So much hornier. On the horny scale <laughs> is one ten, one to ten twelve. Cap. And on the Kinsey scale, six. Six. Kinsey six. Gay twelve. Also horny. Nicely, yeah, it's also nicely unabashedly yeah. gay, and it's not afraid. Like there's naked women running around. Full frontal naked men running around too. Equality. So that's next episode. Harvest Lake on Tubi. That's everyone's homework. Where can people find my lovely guests? We'll start with you, Dylan. Well, I'm taking a little break from most social media, but you can find me on Instagram at Deerinskate88. I'm not doing anything with it, but that is where it is. But there's lots of videos already on there. Yeah. People can watch you do skateboard things that would break me in half. Yeah, I could teach you. You could, nah, you could try. I'm good. <laughs> I like living. That's fair. No, understand that. I pretty much am also not on social media a lot, but my uh, Instagram is a lot of numbers. It's 131891, which is, fun fact, my name. Very nice. Oh, like 13th letter. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nice. You can find me on Instagram at Piper Getting My Van Steenwick. <laughs> thank you. Thank uh, myself, you. Myself, I'm at Dylan 78 on Twitter. The show is that's at that's a random P2. Uh, artwork for the show by Joe Humphrey, who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter and Slasher. The show is some form or other of at that's a random at that's a random pod or at that's a random podcast on Slasher. Hive, Mastodon, TikTok. Ooh. Ooh, I like. Is that it? I think that's it. This has been good. So, I'd love woo-hoo. to do more panel yeah. stuff. No, that's time. so fun. Can I take a picture? Yes. Sure. yes. Oh, someone in the crowd is taking a picture. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. My mom would kill me. There. All right. Cool. Well, that will do it. No, nice. that's so fun. Next time, let's do it in a park. Or something. Yes, because I would love to edit out lots of outdoor car noises and birds and squirrels. Mm-hmm. It'll sound like crap. All such cute people. <laughs> Thank you. This is a good group. I like those. You're pretty cute yourself, Kate. <laughs> You're pretty cute yourself. Yeah, no. Good looking crowd. This, it's... Lots of good looking people. And one of us, did... Heath, is that your first tattoo? <gasps> oh, yeah. No, that's my first that's the one you've been, been, been talking about for years. My first Got it done before the episode started, which is solid. You want to shout out your tattoo? Yeah, I thought it was going to take 
Yeah, thanks for the tattoo, uh, Justin, aka Cupcake, at Cupcake. Skin Stories. Ah, I've never gotten Justin. Really great I love it. So never gotten to him, but round of applause for Justin. He's done a lot of my tattoos. And I proved, I went into it going, here's where I find out if I'm a pussy or not. Because how bad is this better? And it wasn't, it was fine. Yeah. Not too bad. Good, good, good. Nice. Cool. Anyway, that'll do it for the show this week. Thank you, everyone. And we'll see you back here for one more time, Harvest Lake on Tubi. Enjoy that. A sexy time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.